0: Here! Listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? what is good with y'all it's your girl jonan right here on tko as you already know here on tko all we talk about is mixed martial arts also known as mma and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope that everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far oh my goodness uh i cannot believe that it has been another week that went by i feel like last week i was saying something opposite along the lines of like time going by so slow because everybody's just so busy and sometimes I do be like that but this week we are back on track everybody feels like time is just flying by and sounds like we need to you know slow it down a little bit actually and try to be in the moment live in the moment enjoy the little things in life because honestly that's what life is all about Speaking of enjoying things in life, as you might tell, we are officially back in the CFRU studios. Holla! And as you can tell, (laughs) I am happier than ever. Uh, For the past few weeks, because of my wacky schedule in grad school, I had to pre-record the show from my quote-unquote home studio Uh, Which I had set up since the pandemic hit and um, like it's good to have in case of like I said like when I have to come home at a really odd hour and I want to do TKO like of course it's more convenient to do it from my home studio but Let me tell you something, and this is obviously my personal perspective, like I'm not trying to do an endorsement of any sort or whatever, even if you do take it as an endorsement, whatever, I don't care, but let me tell you how warm and welcoming the family here is at CFRU Radio. My heart, just like every time I walk into the studios, I just feel so much warmth so much just amazing vibes that i can't even put into words and honestly i feel like it's like a home away from home it it just feels like home and every time i come here it just like i always feel so excited coming in to do tko but To physically step into the CFRU studios, that just, mm, that's a whole nother level. So I'm really happy to be here today. Shout out to our family here at CFRU for all your amazing work. And actually, CFRU is turning uh, 30 years old, I think. Or, uh, oh my God, I might have just completely butchered that. But it is uh, our birthday coming up very soon, February 1st. And we will be celebrating that for more detail on that please stay tuned to some of our upcoming programming because we do have some special events coming up and some special broadcasting coming up so very very excited about that uh what else man yeah it's just it's just amazing vibes here really really happy to be back in the studios and (sighs) <sighs> yeah, it's just that, that sigh of relief. I hope that it, it uh, got transmitted through the radio waves because that's that's what it feels like right now. I had a very busy day in the lab today, as per the usual, I feel like at this point. But like I was saying, just walking into the studio, it just, mm, it just feels like a whole other world in the best way possible. So Yeah, you know, like I would highly encourage everybody. Well, first of all, I would highly encourage uh, university students out there and community members in Guelph, Ontario to get involved with us. Like CFRU Radio has honestly changed my life for the better. Uh, since the first time I stepped foot in the studio to want to you know, work on TKO and to do volunteering work here, it's been honestly amazing and it's just such a pleasure to be working with such incredible people. Uh, every time I'm around and, you know, either I'm working on my show or just helping out with certain things. It's always just so incredible. So I would highly recommend that y'all get in contact with us uh, for more info. If you're interested in volunteering here, let us know. Honestly, just the best place to be. And there was something else I wanted to say. Yeah. So it's just like a home away from home and i'm personally really grateful to have discovered the radio um to to serve that purpose for me in my life and okay without going into a huge tangent on this and uh you know just all all the other things i'm gonna stop there love CFRU. you shout out to our family here the froobies you already know all right So, what else is happening? So, actually, (laughs) we are in the middle of a really bad snowstorm, Uh, so if you are listening to this right now, I really hope that uh, you are driving around with winter tires on and just trying to stay indoors as much as possible. The roads aren't as bad, actually, this time around because the temperature isn't as cold as what it used to be, so... Hopefully, the snow will melt, melt away. That being said, to look at the glass half full as I was walking to campus today to come to the studios, the most beautiful sight I've seen from the University of Guelph campus in such a long time with the snow hitting the ground and the little garden area that we have right next to the University Center, just the snow covering everything and the snowfall in and of itself just being so delicate and graceful. And honestly, just reminded me of Hogwarts. But um, yeah, well, you know, it's nice to be observing the little things that we could appreciate about some things that aren't necessarily perceived as oh my god this is like the best thing that could possibly happen to us because of course like i said like if you have to be driving around and stuff in this weather like i wouldn't recommend it but there's still so many beautiful things that we can appreciate about this weather and about life in general all right so i'm just gonna stop there because i feel like if we if i if i want to just continue talking about these things that'll be the whole show you know what maybe this is my cue that i should start a whole nother podcast just talk about different things like how podcasts are these days if it, if they don't have like a specific theme to them but anyways that's another story for a whole nother day but for today in the context of TKO I have some really spicy stuff to talk to you guys about today <laughs> Goodness, as you can tell, uh, because this past weekend we had an incredible, incredible fight card happening in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. UFC 297 already occurred this past Saturday, January 20th, headlines by a very interesting and, should I say, rather controversial bout between. Sean Strickland and Dracus Duplessis. And uh, actually, I, <laughs> as I was watching the fight card, I realized that I had been pronouncing uh, Dracus's last name very wrong. So I apologize to all Dracus Duplessis fans out there. Now I'm going to correct my pronunciation and refer to him as Duplessis from this point on. So this fight already happened. and goodness gracious. That was... Whoa, we were in for a very wild ride, not just with this uh, particular bout, but all the other fights that we had on this UFC 297 fight card. The co cool main event, which was an incredible women's away bout between Raquel Pennington, the tank versus Myra Bueno Silva. We also had Neil Magny fight against uh, Mike Mel- Melo, Excuse me if I if I mispronounce his name. And we also had so many other interesting bouts that featured a lot of Canadian UFC fighters on the card. And th- there's so many things I want to talk about in that aspect, um, but. Okay, I'm just going to leave this here because there's another announcement that I do want to talk about on today's episode. So how about I talk about that and then I'll jump back into everything that we need to know about UFC 297 and what went down. All right. So what is the update that I want to talk to you guys about today? So this this is very hot news that just dropped. Breaking news. You heard it here first, hopefully. Uh, and again, I'm so happy when these announcements drop literally before I come in to record TKO for the week because I, ooh, I'm i like, mm, spicy thanks. We got so much uh, to talk about on the show. So what is going on in the world of combat sports? You may have heard or you might be hearing it for the first time here on the show that the WWE, the professional wrestling organization, has moved their WWE Raw card to netflix for all the fans to be watching and this cost them guess how much it cost them five billion dollars yes you heard that right so you know, listen i love to talk about these announcements on tko because as much as i like you know my heart and it like mainly lies in technical breakdown of fights and whatnot but I feel like in order for us to get a really good grasp of what combat sports is in general we have to look at things holistically including the business aspect of things so this is no different in this case Uh, talking about the WWE They've made a lot of headlines as of recently, um, especially in the past year, in 2023, when they announced a merger deal with the UFC to form uh, this mother company called TKO, actually. And I feel like this move really helped them to solidify... Their status as a sports and entertainment company and brought in a lot of uh, capital and revenue as well because... You know, with with this being on the plate now, uh, a lot of just general combat sports fans are going to be tuning into. Okay, is is there going to be like new shows being put on by the WWE now that they have more money to spend on their stuff, spend on their production and whatnot? And just in general, it was a huge thing for uh, their stocks being in the stock market and there was a huge uprise and the sale of the uh, TKO company's stocks because this this huge merger deal had already occurred. And now with this thing, uh, I feel like this is actually pretty incredible because to my knowledge, and I have to be honest here, I have not, like, as much as I catch up with MMA fights and boxing fights and whatnot, I have not been catching up with wwe events as much as i want to i was really big into wrestling and wwe when i was younger before i actually got into mma fun story uh but uh yeah as of recently like unless somebody huge is making a comeback or the undertaker is coming back from the dead or something or john cena is just randomly gonna come out from uh under the ring or whatever you know uh, i usually don't really watch the wwe events um again unless something huge happens or there's like a crossover of some sort or whatever right but i do uh follow up with their updates every now and then but what i do know is that before this deal happened the wwe would have their events mostly on their channel like the wwe channel which i believe you had to pay some subscription for and it like it wasn't like you wouldn't watch WWE stuff, like you weren't uh, like able to watch them readily and accessibly. But with this deal that they made with Netflix, it's just gonna make, um, it's gonna have so, like bring so much exposure to the company. Because when, out of like 10 people that you talk to, at least eight or nine of them probably have a Netflix subscription. And so this is this is pretty incredible. And uh, this actually reminds me of another deal that another combat force organization made with a mainstream uh, video uh, stream company. So One Championship, which is an MMA organization from Asia, also made a deal recently with Amazon Prime Video. And again, this allowed for so much more exposure of their uh, content into just like the MMA community and just like a wider uh, range of audiences as well because people would go on Amazon Prime and the first thing you would see, especially when their events were coming up, you would see, oh, like this big event is coming up. I wonder what it's about. So I'll just, you know, tap on that and just watch the fights or whatever. So definitely it, it brought in so much more viewership to their cards. And in this case, I feel like, We will see something similar happen with the WWE if they do the marketing part pretty good and uh, they, they put themselves out there, which I feel like inevitably they will. The fact that they are gonna be featured on Netflix It's going to be huge for them and uh, not just like by me making this comparison, I don't want it to sound like one organization or sport is better than the other. But in this case, I guess to directly compare to that one championship example that I brought up with Prime Video, in this case, I think the WWE is in fact is going to get more viewership because so many more people are familiar with. What the WWE is and what professional wrestling is, at least in North America, um, and a lot more people are going to tune into that. So there's more fami- familiarity from before, which is going to help them even get get even more viewership in this case. Uh, with the fact that they're going to be on netflix now so that's that's amazing i'm personally going to (laughs) be maybe when i'm watching netflix next time when i'm taking a breather from my experiments in the lab maybe i'll actually tune in to wwe raw on Netflix. Who knows? But shout out to them. Shout out to Vince McMahon. He's the man. <laughs> he knows how to make money and uh, also just cares a lot about the organization that he's running, which, like, you can really see that passion in him. So I'm personally really excited for this move. And, you know, like, I feel like even if you're not a huge wrestling fan, out of curiosity, you will still tune into uh, what the is and um like if there's gonna be any differences in production of wwe raw on netflix so very exciting move i look forward to seeing what the future holds for the wwe because looks like their progress and success is just accelerating it's skyrocketing and i'm so happy for them all right so that's that so now let's talk about UFC 297 and Toronto. So like I was saying before, we had a lot of different Canadian UFC fighters on this card, which was amazing for their exposure and uh, like a lot of the fighters that you would see like yes some of them you you would have recognized from before from them having fought on previous fight cards but a lot of them were also newer names and uh, I feel like it's just a whole different ball game for Canadian fighters fighting in Canada and one of the biggest stages and um, arenas in Canada being the Scotiabank arena and just having everybody root for them it's just it's just a whole nother experience so shout out to the UFC for making that happen for these fighters although I hate to break it to you guys uh we did not have uh, okay okay how do I rephrase this um uh, with the exception of Jillian Robertson who who shout out to her like she's absolutely phenomenal i would actually love to have her on tko one day because of how phenomenal of a mma fighter she is and how hard how hard working she is and the amazing performance that she put on on ufc 297 we should really have her on the show with the exception of jillian robertson Unfortunately, none of the other Canadian fighters made it big on this fight card. Unfortunately, they all lost on this fight card. Interestingly enough, um, there was there was a pr- there was a uh, particularly uh, controversial bout that happened between Charles Jordan and Sean Woodson. And if you watch this fight, it was actually a pretty close fight, um, and the decision was a split decision. And when Bruce Buffer announced the decision, he initially said that Charles Jordan was the winner through split decision. But then 10 seconds later, he had a Steve Harvey moment and said, oh, sorry, psych. Actually, it was Sean Woodson who won the fight. So that was kind of unfortunate because again, like split decision, the judges could give it to whoever. And I feel like they could have, if they just considered it, a little bit more closely they could have easily given the fight to Charles uh, however it is it is what it is it's part of the game I'm sure uh, all these folks are going to be coming back stronger than ever uh, overall you know we're still very much proud of our Canadian fighters on the UFC but yeah, that was, that incident was just a little bit unfortunate and we would not want to be in his shoes uh, in, in that moment that they were like, sorry, this is the wrong decision. We announced your name to be the winner by accident. So yeah, you do not want to be in his shoes. But anyways, uh, shout out to all Canadian fighters and specifically shout out to Jillian Robertson she killed it this woman brought it on man and uh it it was amazing she actually got a performance of the night bonus uh money so shout out to her just absolutely phenomenal very very proud of her so it was great that we had canadian fighters on the card now i want to particularly talk about uh the main event and the co-main event very very briefly so, talk about Raquel Pennington's fight against Myra Bueno Silva for the co-main event. I have to be totally honest with you guys. So the fights were really long, and uh, usually when I pre-game uh, with family and whatnot, you know, if I if I'm drinking beer or having food or whatever. That stuff makes you sleepy, man. And the fights—they uh, start like the main card starts at ten p.m., which is very close to my <laughs> to my initial, um, uh, uh like sleep time. And uh, the fights in this case actually went on until close to two p. two a.m. Excuse me, the next day on Sunday. So don't blame me when I tell you that I might have fallen asleep during some of the fights on this side card, and I just don't recall watching the fight between Raquel Pennington and Myra Bueno Silva however I did watch the fight companion podcast that Joe Rogan had with his buddies and their reaction to it and then I, I try to play the fight uh, and kind of like sync it up to what they were watching and Bro let me tell you Raquel Pennington is back everybody she like I feel like she's been in the UFC for so long she actually has been in the organization for about 10 years now more than 10 years because she joined the organization in 2013 and usually when you have a fighter on their uh, on uh, the UFC roster for so long like it's a hit or miss um and fighters fighting for so long, like, naturally, their performance would start to decline. But let me tell you, on Saturday, Raquel Pennington brought it on, man. And she showed everybody why her nickname is The Tank. Because she absolutely mauled over Myra Bueno Silva. And I'm really excited to see what the future holds now for Raquel. And uh, actually, she, she's not even, like, ranked in the bantamweight uh, division right now. Which is very surprising to me but i wonder what this win will do to her placement in the rankings and what is next for her because i know that you know uh she she has a beautiful family of her own she recently became a mother with her wife and uh you know life is beautiful when you have like your your uh, family just thriving so well and uh, of course with like with any career like you have to make certain sacrifices in order to be successful and I really wonder like what she's kind of thinking right now like does she want to take time off to attend to her family and to her baby or if she wants to balance things out and if she wants to continue fighting or is she thinking about retiring or whatever it is hopefully not retiring because she actually had a phenomenal performance on Saturday night but you know, all the all the questions that we're thinking of um, for Raquel Pennington's uh, next move. And either way, I'm sure that it will be the best decision that she'll make about her life. And for this next chapter of her MMA career, overall phenomenal performance was so happy that I was... You know, it was such a pleasure to just watch her fight, even though, unfortunately, I missed the the fight live because I was asleep on the couch. But I was still really happy that I caught up with the fight uh, offline, I guess. All right. So now talking about the main event of the evening, Sean Strickland fighting against Dracus Duplessis to defend his middleweight championship belt so listen this fight was very incredibly close and uh, i watched some highlights i've listened to people breaking it down a lot of different things and i feel like personally sean strickland was doing really good in round one and two and then round three and four i feel like uh, plus c started to like his engines were warmed up if you will so he started uh, performing better a little bit better uh compared to strickland and then round five in my opinion was up for grabs it was very much a draw i feel like both guys throughout the entire fight They gave each other enough damage uh, for it to be declared like everybody put everything on the line sort of situation like nobody was holding anything back. Uh, I feel like both guys gave it their absolute best. And I feel like it kind of was reflected in the judges scorecard in that they gave the fight um, uh, a decision, uh, a split decision, actually, in favor of uh, C. a lot of people are arguing that uh, Sean Strickland won that fight. But again, when when a fight is this close, I feel like it, it would have been controversial either way because of how close it was from, from the get-go. So the only way, in my opinion, to settle the dispute would be to run it back, especially because of how good both guys performed on fight night. Uh, It's only fair. It's only fair to run it back. I don't know when they'll be running it back. But in my opinion, it would make the most sense probably after... Like, not for the next fight that Duplessis would have, but probably for the one after, if he's still the champion. Duplessis has expressed a lot of interest in fighting off against the former middleweight champion, the stylebender Israel Adesanya, and in my opinion, that's uh, probably one of the best fights that we could be making for Duplessis. And in the meantime, hopefully Sean Strickland could focus more on his training. In all honesty, I feel like There was a little bit of a chance that Duplessis, uh, excuse me, Sean Strickland his mind wasn't 100% in it because like I was saying in our previous episode, there's been a lot of bad blood between these two guys and Duplessis actually came out trash talking uh, Sean Strickland about his childhood traumas, which is absolutely wrong in my opinion. So that made it a little bit emotional and personal for Strickland. And I really wonder if that had had a uh, role to play in his, you know, his mind not being in it 100%. I mean, still don't get me wrong. I feel like he put on a phenomenal performance, but... But I really do wonder if that had had a role to play in this case. But either way, time for him to take a little bit of a break. Um, Rest is so important, y'all. And uh, it's definitely not the exception in the case of Sean Strickland. I really want him to rest, focus on what he could have done more in order to win that fight train uh sustainably but consistently and hopefully after after a while he can run it back with Duplacy. and i'm really curious to see what the future holds for Duplacy because he really did challenge sean but also i'm really curious to see if he will uh, demonstrate his excellence again in a potential fight against the salbender israel adesanya All in all, amazing fights. Shout out to the UFC for having such an amazing uh, event in Toronto. I really hope that they come back again. And with that, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janon, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Damn oh, oh, oh.